Hello, everybody. I'm Matt Mikuchi, and you are listening to the Jazzes Podcast. Everybody, Jazz's online editor Matt Mikuchi here, welcoming you to a new episode of our podcast series of conversations with some of the most amazing artists on the jazz and creative music scene today. A series that we simply like to call the Jazz's Podcast, and is brought to you in conjunction with Jazz's Vinyl Club, a series of vinyl compilations carefully curated by the Jazz's editors, and that is an absolute must for lovers of jazz and vinyl alike. Japanese pianist Keiko Matsui has been a creative force in jazz for many years. Her new album Euphoria was recently released, and on it, she offers what she has defined as music dedicated to a new era. The album also features several special guests, including Joe Ross, Leila Hathaway, Randy Brecker, Mike Stern, and Kirk Whalem. In honor of its release, I recorded a conversation with Matsui for this podcast series, and it's coming up. Right now, so fire up an audio tini and listen to the audio waves as they fly through the air. This is the Jazzes podcast. Hello, Keiko. Welcome to the Jazzes podcast. Hello, Matt.、Uh, thank you for having me. Very nice to meet you here. I'd like to kind of begin by by bringing up、uh, your new album,、uh, but I'm、okay. captivated by its title, Euphoria, and so that's why I wanted to start off with this question: Why did you choose this title? What does this word mean to you? Yes,、um, this is uh, uh, based on my feeling for this album and、uh, about a couple of years years. Uh, while we needed to be kind of uh, uh, stay in, a, we are, we were having a hard time to make a living, <laughs> and、uh, I was thinking about、uh, our life and uh, this uh, world. And when I thought about our strength and、uh, the energy of hope, I when I found this euphoria that this world captured everything. So I thought this is going to be perfect for this album. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting word, and、uh, when you bring up the term energy, and then of course I, I think we, we will have a little discussion about emotion and all of these feelings that I think the album will encapsulate. You know, that's it's a it's a really interesting、uh, word to start off with.、Uh, we'll return to this record later, but but I also wanted to find out about your past because. I read that your it was your mother who took you to your first piano lesson when you were about <laughs> five years old, and so、yes. was there something about your childhood 
that revealed an early predisposition? In other words, was there something that she saw in you in your earliest years that would help her realize that, you know, maybe there was a musician in you? Uh, actually, my mother was a um, kind of a traditional Japanese dance teacher. So she wanted to me to do that, but I didn't find any interest. So that's why she gave up and took me to the uh, piano lessons, private piano lessons for classical piano. That's the beginning. And uh, just, uh, I was a very active child and uh, interested in many things, but she never said that um, Keiko practice. <laughs> so that much I love the piano. But uh, I never thought about becoming a professional musician at all of this era. <laughs> Interesting. So, so back when you started, was it like mm -hmm. a way that you could express yourself, your emotions, or was it just for fun? From elementary school era, I started uh, writing very, very tiny uh, songs, melodies. And like uh, when I went to school trip and uh, when I saw beautiful scenery and then inspired me. And then I wrote uh, small songs like uh, writing a diary kind of thing. So oh. gradually I started to do that. And then more and more I took some uh, um, different uh, lessons like for composing and uh, um, hearing and uh, those things. But... Those era, I was uh, trying to write the songs, but uh, when I was in high school, I had opportunity to compose for the movie soundtrack for a Japanese uh, movie called Drifting. Mm. And that time, um, first time I met the director, and when while he was explaining about this movie, and then suddenly I received the. Uh, motifs and the melodies like from intro of that song and then that was the moment I first time felt like oh I catch the melodies right so, yeah so that was very big point like uh, instead of trying to write the song for the lessons or competition I catch this these melody and motifs and uh, inspired me a lot. And also he chose my melody for the main theme. And uh, when the movie was completed and uh, I saw the first preview and with the back um, end roll with uh, my composition with the orchestra. And I felt like, oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, and also I discovered my interest towards the visual because visual uh, one plus music one equal not two, more than that. So uh, since then, I started catching the melodies. So it was around that time that you kind of realized that, you know, you, you could become a musician basically professionally. It wasn't just something that you did <laughs> for fun. It was, it was something that could become really important in your life. Uh, yes, I think so. So interesting, it's just a few things that you said that were very interesting because, you, you know, from what I read about you and what I know about you, your early training was in classical music, but then you also eventually developed an interest in jazz. Uh, but, you know, when, when I'm thinking about where that interest might have come from, you know, you talked about the visual aspect of that experience, you know, of watching the music performed uh, while the film was being screened. 
Is this is there something dynamic in jazz that attracted to you? Something that maybe is is visual, not only sonic. Actually, those student era, I was listening to many kind of genre, and uh, also I found the vinyl record uh, at home. My mom loves music, so there were like uh, vinyl of uh, Ella Fitzgerald, Oscar Peterson. At the same time, movie soundtrack. And gradually I was listening to and I started uh, playing mm-hmm. and just I discovered uh, my interest. And uh, for me, music has no borders. So sometime in my composition um, with my filter, just I received very naturally and sometimes material has uh, influence from classic or jazz or sometimes world music or rock. And of course, uh, one thing that is renowned about your music, you know, it's not only about the the genres itself, but it's also, you know, there's a spiritual dimension to your music. I wanted to discuss this a little bit more. I mean, would you consider spirituality an an important part of uh, your uh, creative vision? Uh, Spirituality, yes. For me, for me, it's like, um, yeah, music is not just music and a very... Spiritual elements are very important, and uh, I was not thinking about to put those things, but somehow, maybe my background, I was raised in Japan, and I believe that something above, and uh, prayer is always uh, with my life. So that, I think, uh, naturally, uh, it inspires well, it's interesting because, you know, I started off our conversation asking you about the title of your new album, Euphoria. Mm-hmm. And as we talk about your spirituality, I'm reminded of other titles in your discography that openly refer to this spirituality or, or you know, energies, you know, like Dreamwalk, Journey to the Heart, maybe most of all uh-huh. Soul Quest, which I believe is from 2013. And, oh, and you know, yes. <laughs> another thing that I wanted to ask you was, you know, w- w- you've worked with some truly amazing artists, the names of Miles mm-hmm. Davis, Stevie Wonder, you, Masekela come to mind, among many others. But did you find that they too, in one way, were driven uh, in their creative pursuits by a search for some type of spiritual truth or, you know, higher truth? Yes, actually, the last five albums... Uh, started from Moyo, <laughs> which was a very uh, special point. Kind of um, my personal life has changed. And Moyo is the first album I uh, produced by myself. And uh, since then, I realized that uh, I came this far. But uh, one thing I found out is was um, because of my fans were there, all the time um, so their support was my treasure of my life and also all these years and my progress was kind of I realized that that was um, the road to find myself who am I and uh, how I want to live so started from uh, Moyo but the uh, next one the road dot 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 the title um, refrains that I discover that each one of us uh, is the producer of the, your life. And uh, this life continues. So I named the road dot, dot, dot. And next one was uh, Soul Quest. And uh, Soul Quest is since we came to this earth, your soul 
this is we are、uh, progress of questing our life. Our so all these titles are very meaningful, and the journey to the heart is this journey was for my fans' heart, and at the same time journey to discover myself. So and、uh, everything has meaning. <laughs> This heart of mine, I give to you with no regrets. No,、mm-hmm. no place I'd rather be. Sad as sometimes it seems, I give my. The track you are hearing is from Keiko Matsui's new album Euphoria, available now. Interestingly, this is the pianist and composer's thirtieth album as a band leader. We'll talk about this and more in the second part of our Jazzes podcast. But first, I wanted to remind you that if you love jazz and vinyl, you should check out Jazzes Vinyl Club, a new series of vinyl compilations carefully curated by the Jazzes editors and featuring some of the most exciting jazz artists from yesterday and today that we cover in the print version of Jazzes, Jazzes dot com, and these Jazzes podcasts. Go to jazzes dot com and click on Join Vinyl Club. And now back to our conversation with Keiko Matsui. You know, you mentioned that you know producing your own albums is a relatively、uh, new thing for you. Let's say a couple of years. Did this change your relationship to 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 make the process in which you make the music? Actually, I was able to take enough time、uh, to create, and between the each album, I was so busy、uh, before pandemic. I was so busy touring, so it was good、uh, good to have my pace, to, good to keep my pace, and.、Uh, Also, I found、uh, interest、uh, as a producer because、uh, when I compose, I compose songs. I mean, I catch, I correct all these motifs and melodies, and、uh, after comp- completed the song, then I have another view, point of view as a producer, and selecting songs. And、uh, also, I had a, a great com. Uh, producer for last couple of albums about Hana, my manager. So that was great. But anyway,、uh, it is very different、uh, perspective, and I was enjoying both sides as an artist, as a composer, and as a producer. Yeah, yeah. And, and speaking about your music being music of also a music of connection. Uh, what what I'm、uh, fascinated with in terms of Euphoria is that it's an all star session. You know, there's some great musicians、uh-huh. on it.、Uh, can you tell me about、mm-hmm. some of them and、uh, who are featured on this album? Yes. So I I'm I was so honored and、uh, grateful to have these great、uh, cast and everybody who played on this album was amazing. And、um, so after pandemic, I. 
just really wanted to get together in the studio. And uh, one of the songs I had a, a great uh, jazz guitar player, uh, Mike Stern from New York, and uh, of course Randy Brecker, jazz trumpeter legend. And uh, also uh, this album included one vocal song. And uh, when I received this melody, I immediately I thought about her and this, uh, the vocalist and also lyricist, Leila Hathaway and Gregor Mallet on harmonica, and my dear friend, great artist, Kirk Whalem on saxophone, and then new star, uh, vibraphone, Joel Ross from New York, and many more. <laughs> Everybody yeah. was so great. So, I mean, yeah, you mentioned some really great names there, and, you know, that's, that's a fantastic lineup you have in this, on this album. But I also read in an official press release about Euphoria, uh-huh. uh, I asked you earlier about the meaning of this title, and then you also said this music is mm-hmm. dedicated to a new era. Uh, what did you mean by that? These uh, uh, last couple of years, as I mentioned, that uh, we had a hard time. And uh, so I think uh, we all went through this hard time, hardship. But uh, so we carried, uh, still carrying pain and some sorrow, but at the same time, we are moving on. And just I wanted to dedicate this album to this new era, which is we are just moving on and still carrying courage and hope. And I, I believe that uh, caring and love uh, will support us and will make change. That's why I wanted to dedicate this album. Yeah, because, you know, in your music, you often make references to the natural world, plants, animals, and all these wonderful things. Uh, are you concerned about the future of the environment? Uh, do you think that people are, because this is something that's close to your heart, uh, obviously. Yes. How do you feel about the situation right now? Are people, is there an aware, is there a growing awareness in the world about like these things, the, uh, the environment, the state of the environment? Uh, are you concerned? Yes, I, I, I believe so. I want to believe so. And uh, kind of a past era, uh, just everybody was so busy and so much hardworking and just follow and uh, more kind of system was like more ma- towards materialism. But I think after this era, this time, we found that the value of life and uh, I think uh, kind of everybody start finding own happiness and uh, taking care of uh, uh, family. And I think value system is becoming uh, changing. And I'm sure that that inspired to the nature environment too, to take care of uh, our planet. I hope so. You know, you mentioned it a few times in, throughout our conversation. The period of the pandemic was was quite awful uh, mm-hmm. in many ways. Uh, right. And one of these ways was obviously that touring had to stop, traveling had to stop. So yes. what was it like to get... We talked about, you, you know, recording uh, new music, but what about getting back into the road and playing to live audiences? Uh, when you think back to when that was possible again... Did you notice different atmospheres, a change in the vibes? What was that experience like? Yes, I think I started uh, 
to be on the stage like uh, last spring or a little bit before. But anyway, I just really noticed that how wonderful thing and how grateful thing to be on the stage front of the audience. And first show, still I remember, that was a piano solo show, but I almost, uh, I, I was in tears. <laughs> and uh, for me, I believe that music is a special gift from somewhere. And uh, really, even we are having a hard time or between different countries, some there are problems, <laughs> so many problems. But when we are with the music, really we put our mind together and we can we can experience together with the, this energy and emotions. That was the, I think, the core of the music. So now right. what's your calendar looking like for this year? Uh, do you have a busy touring schedule ahead? <laughs> Yes, I had uh, some Europe tour with piano solo, and now I'm touring with my band with new material and uh, US tour, and then I will go to Japan for a uh, for few uh, cities. And then I have uh, Mallorca in November, and here and there <laughs> I start traveling. And also, I understand that you'll be playing a very special concert in April, right? Oh, yes. It's going to be on April 29th in Cerritos, California. And this is a um, special show I put to, together for, to celebrate the new release, Euphoria. And I'm inviting string section and horn section who played on this album too. And on top of that, I invited, I'm inviting uh, Kaku Elam on saxophone as a special guest. So I hope... Uh, if you are close enough, please join me that special evening. Well, it sounds like it's going to be absolutely magical. Thank you very much, Keiko. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for having me. Music from Keiko Matsui's latest album, Euphoria, taking us to the end of yet another episode of the Jazz Is Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation, and I'd like to add that if you want to find out more about the musician's touring schedule, you should check out her website, keikomatsui.com. And if you love jazz and vinyl, be sure to check out our Jazz Is Vinyl Club. Join the club and we will send you four premium limited edition color vinyl albums mailed directly to you. Just go to jazzis.com and click on Join Vinyl Club for more. And as music from Keiko Matsui's latest album, Euphoria, plays us out, I encourage you to keep an eye out for more Jazz Is podcasts, our print magazine, and other great content available to you on our regularly updated website, jazzis.com. And if you like what you see, you can always subscribe for more. Till the next time, this is Matt Mikuchi signing off. 
See you soon.